Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Common Man Fantasy Football Podcast. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe as well as write a review. Now let's get to it. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, going to be our last projection pod for running backs. We get into our tier one, which I'll be honest, once you get to number five to one, it's pretty self-explanatory on everybody's right now. And, you know, these could change. There could be after five, after one through five, then it could be a lot of changes depending on what happens over time and things like that. And uh, these projections for all three tiers and, We'll have them all out there. Um, I'll share the link on Twitter where y'all can get on and see what our projections are. And we'll put a thing over to the side if we happen to move some up or down and change the projections uh, because these will be very fluid throughout the year, depending on the news. Um, so, Coach Wick, you want to go ahead and start with number 12 and we'll count them down? Yeah, here we go. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get going with 12. Uh, we, we got mixing at 12. Um Again, man, we, he he he's gone up and down this this board a little bit because he he's just that guy that just that steady Eddie. He doesn't do anything spectacular, but he's just always there at the end. And when we plug the numbers, this is just where he fell. Um, we got him at two hundred seventy-two attempts with uh, one thousand one hundred fifteen yards with with eight touchdowns. Uh, we know he's got a a third down back in there that. Uh, is going to catch some balls, but we kind of like him there too. And we've got 42 receptions for 320 yards and two touchdowns and about 245 points. Um, he's been going in ADPs uh, right there in the first round, eighth pick in the first round. Yeah, I don't I don't see myself taking an eighth pick, um, and I really don't like taking him right now because there's some grumblings out there that he could be the Melvin Gordon of this year and hold out. Um, I don't think Cincinnati can afford that because they have nobody else who can carry the ball. Yeah, they don't have an Eckler. No. Um, so I think he's going to end up being the workhorse. I don't know if they'll get the contract done before the season starts. You know, a lot of that contract stuff and those options are picked up kind of in training camp around that time. Um, it just depends on how this pandemic works out and when they can all start. His numbers are very similar to what he had last year. I don't think much changes. To me, Burrow's probably a little better than Dalton. Um, so, but it's still a rookie quarterback who's going to have to lean on the running back some. And Mixon just... If you watch him play and watch a game of Cincinnati, you'll watch it for four quarters, and then you'll get done, and he'll have 126 yards. You know, like, there's no way. I just watched that game. He didn't get 126 yards, but he got it. And That's exactly right. You're sitting there shocked. Um, but, I mean, 12 is about right. I I can't take him at eight. No, me, me, me either. And I, when we put these things together, you know, I, I really laughed about – about our thirteenth back in him, I, 
we ended up having to flip flop them because of the numbers that we put in. But I just didn't see it. I never didn't see it happening until we finally got our numbers to it. But yeah, uh, it's just that PPR. PPR part of it is what you know where Mixon is beating out Jacobs. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, number eleven is uh, is Nick Chubb. We we got him at two hundred eighty eight carries, fourteen hundred yards, uh, eight touchdowns, uh, twenty eight receptions for two hundred sixteen yards, and getting around two hundred forty seven points. What we got him at? Uh, you know, he had two ninety eight last year. Him and Hunter going to share the backfield. Uh, good news for them. You got. Kevin Stefanski come in as head coach, and uh, Alex Van Pelt is going to be there to help out. Um, those two together are – they're run first. They're going to run the football. And if I'm running the football, I'd love to have Chubb and Hunt in the backfield. It's just a matter of figuring out the percentages of who's going to run, how much. Um, I don't – you know, we got Chubb a little bit less than what he had last year because Hunt's going to play a few more games. But – Chubb is still really good at what he does. And add those two guys in for coaching, I think it's the best they've had there during Chubb's time there, which is not saying a whole lot. Right. But Chubb is what he is. I mean, he's going to get his. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to get his. Um, our next guy is uh, – is when we just we, we just mentioned his name and that's that's Eckler. Um, we've got him at 184 carries, 754 yards, six touchdowns. But where he is is spectacular is is catching the football in the backfield, and we got him at 72 catches, 576 yards, four more touchdowns, sitting around uh, 265 points. Yeah, I mean he. You know, last year he had about 132 carries. Gordon in 12 games had 162 and 55 targets. Well, Gordon's gone. Um, Jackson is there. And I'll be honest, I'm taking him a lot of best balls. I'll take him in that 15th, 16th round. I mean, he's going to get some. I just don't know the quarterback situation. I don't think that Ecker can sustain the 92 catches again this year. And, of course, we didn't reflect that. I do think he runs it a little more. Um, but 72 catches for 576, that gets you a lot of points. Yes. Um, I, I I like him right there. And to, to be honest with you, I, I had ninth pick in a, in a best ball draft while we were doing our, our second tier. And uh, I was able to get – Eckler and Chubb that late, and and I and I'm really happy with having both of them, but because uh, I, I I'm hoping that he that he has numbers like he did when he was when when Gordon was hold when Gordon was holding out. Yeah, you know, we looked at that. I think late last night, this morning, sometime. I don't I don't remember. We've been on <laughs> back and forth so much. You know, I think he averaged what what we figured around 15, 16 carries a game while Gordon yes. was out. Yes. Yeah. Um, but hey, he's going he's gonna to have to ask some help because depending on Taylor or Herbert, whoever's going to start, it just Rivers didn't offer the running aspect. 
So if Taylor starts, I think Taylor's going to take some away from them, which is what we got figured down. But, right, you know, Herbert could come in and they've got the plays in to throw the ball to the running back. So it just depends on what happens. And this could change a whole lot when their training camp starts. Uh, absolutely. Number nine's coming in, and it, this is this is your boy right here. This is Sanders, from Philadelphia. We got him at uh, 200, 256 carries, and uh, well, we got him at about thousand seventy five yards, six touchdowns, and and catching the ball for for Winch right there, fifty four catches, five hundred three yards, three more touchdowns, and again he's bunched in there with a bunch of them at the same. About the same amount of points, but uh, we got him at two hundred sixty-five point eight. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. You know, we got starting with Eckler and going toward the top. We got Eckler at two sixty-five, Sanders at two sixty-five point eight, the next guys at two sixty-six point five, then two sixty-six point seven. So we got some there. You can flip-flop around whatever you want to. Uh, thing with Sanders is. Howard's gone. There's nobody else. You got Boston Scott who shined one time last year when Sanders had a little ankle injury. Uh, but the thing is, when he shined and scored those touchdowns, Sanders got him down the field, and then Scott comes in. Right. Um, the only concern with Sanders is I know the Eagles talk to Hyde, so are they pursuing a veteran back to help out uh, with some workload by getting rid of Howard? Uh, that's the only thing. And the only veteran back that I know is available right now is Devontae Freeman. And for some reason, he turned down a Seattle contract. I guess he's holding out for – I really don't know what he's holding out for. Yeah. I I, I don't know either. But this is, that, that would have been a good fit for him. Uh, number eight, uh, Jones, Green Bay Packers. Uh, we got a disgruntled quarterback. I don't know how he's gonna <laughs> how he's gonna play, but uh, we got him at 232 carries, 1,021 yards, which was a good average for him. 11 touchdowns, uh, 48 receptions for 384 yards, and two more touchdowns. And again, he's one of them that's bunched up in there with 266.5 points. Yeah, you know, and we talked about him being able to see 240 carries, and we got him close to about 232. Uh, he had 19 touchdowns last year and 16 on the ground, three catches. He can, th- There's no way that's happening again. He he can't get 19. The no. only part, part is, depending on what shakes out as wide receivers for them, um, his catches could go through the roof. Yeah, that's what we debated. We debated that last night for or this morning, whichever one it was. Yeah. I don't remember for a while there because that that number could we we put him at forty eight. That number could have been forty five or it could be eighty five. Yeah, it just depends on what I mean. Whatever Rogers wants to do, if Rogers stays there, so it, it just I don't know what's going to happen there. And when we get to receivers, there's going to be we'll, we'll just chart some stuff and see what it looks like, and we might have to go back and adjust running back stuff once we get receivers done, um, and just kind of yeah. see what what the offense looks like. Absolutely. Um, number seven, uh, Drake, Arizona. We got him at 248 carries, 
1,215 yards, nine touchdowns. Uh, another one at 400, uh, 448 receptions, 312 yards with a touchdown, and hovering right around 266.7 points for us. And this is one I, I think he, he is absolutely going to go off this year. I just got that feeling. I, there's nothing I can put with it. Uh, he has signs of being really good, but the thing is he's got about one, two years left to get some more money. So I think he's in the offense now to really shine, and he can. He looked great at times last year. Um, and th- they trust him because they got rid of David Johnson, hurt, not hurt. They got rid of a running back to – I mean, Drake's going to be the guy. Yeah, I mean, they put they put Johnson on the bench there at the end. He was getting, what, seven – less than seven carries a, a, a game last year. Johnson was. Yeah. A, after Drake got there and no signs of a big, huge injury that would keep him out that much. No, not at all. Uh, here, here, here's our, our, our defending – Russian champion at, at coming in at number six, and Derrick Henry at Titans. Um, he, he's going to get. I think his workload's going to. It's got to go down a little bit, or they're going to kill him. But uh, we we we're thinking about two hundred ninety three carries. Uh, again, probably get probably winning the Russian title fourteen hundred yards. We have him at fourteen oh six. With uh, 14 touchdowns, um, he just doesn't catch the ball much. We're, we've got him at 24 catches. You know, he's going to get a few screen passes a game, one or two of them, 228 yards, two touchdowns, and he's going to be about 283 points. Yeah, I, you know, right now we only got two guys over 1,400. It's him and Chubb, and that's the ones that's going to be – workhorses possibly for their team. Well, Henry is. It's just a matter to see what Hunt cuts into Chubb. Um, and there's not much to say about Derrick Henry. Everybody watched him last year. Everybody knows he's just a he's just a beast. You don't want to tackle him. I, if I'm playing safety and he breaks the front line, I really don't want to tackle him. I, I'll try, but I just don't want to hit him. He is one of those guys, and you're going to be shocked in your seasonal stuff. <laughs> I bet you week three or four you can get Derrick Henry for not first-round value, somebody you pick, because they'll come out and sling it, and then every year Derrick Henry starts slow, and they don't give him the ball, and then when it gets crunch time, week four, five, six, somewhere around there, they just start feeding him, and he goes from there. Yeah. And (laughs) as it gets colder, he's going to get the ball more. And – you know, these next five, we'll, we can run through them kind of quick because they are who they are. We can talk. These next two we'll talk about because me and you both had them backwards. Yeah. We had them swap before our ranking, before our projections, and we set their projections, and this was probably the longest debate between these two to get them where they are. One and the other two right above it, we had to flip-flop also. That's true. Yes, those two also. All right, who you got number five? Number five, we're gonna put, we're gonna, we're gonna go with our boy from from Tennessee, Mr. Kamara. Uh, he's gonna have two hundred eight attempts, nine hundred thirty six yards, eight touchdowns. Here's where we're gonna, here's where he's gonna get you. He's gonna get eighty one receptions, 
about 559 yards, two more touchdowns. Uh, we got him at 290.5 points, and he's healthy. So look out. Yeah, last year they talked about he played hurt almost all year, and he played with Bridgewater for four or five games when Breeze was out. And, you know, people don't respect Bridgewater throwing as much as they did Breeze, so he didn't have the running lanes. So, you know, we added some yards and added some carries and touchdowns. But when he's healthy, he, he is he's as good as it gets in open field. Yes. The only thing with him, you know, he might get some touchdowns vultured or Latavius Murray, who is his backup, might get hot and stay in for eight, nine, ten carries a game. And I don't think – I think that was the difference between him and our number four guy because our number four's backup is good but I don't think he's going to get the carries and attention that Latavius Murray got in New Orleans. Right. And number four, we've, we've got Cook. Um, we've got him at 252 carries, 1159 with 12 touchdowns and 52 receptions at 508 yards and another touchdown sitting around 296.7 points. But let me, let me put this in there before you give some other numbers is uh, we come up with those numbers on 14 games because this guy does get injured. So he is very, very, uh, and a very big-time elusive back that if he's in there for 16, he could have McCaffrey numbers, y'all. I mean, he's that good. He's just not in there that much. Yeah, and he is – Easily could finish number two. Yeah. I, I don't think he'll beat McCaffrey out. I think he could be number two. And here's the reason. Gary Kubiak is in Minnesota right now. He is a zone scheme guy, which Minnesota runs a lot of the zone. But Kubiak has been known for his outside zone schemes a lot. And he is – that is Dalvin Cook's bread and butter. That's what he did in high school. That's what he did at Florida State. And that's what he does at Minnesota. He is the best to me in the league right now at running that outside zone. And Kubiak also has that Shanahan scheme in him. So you're going to get a little bit of Shanahan, which it won't be San Francisco Shanahan. It'll be his daddy that all this come from. And you pair that with Dalvin Cook, and it, it could be lights out this year for him. Oh, yeah. Easily. All right, number three is who I thought was our number two forever until we crunched the numbers, and that's Elliot. Yeah, so I wish we I wish we had crunched numbers earlier because I took him at number two when Barkley was there, and I didn't take him. <laughs> <laughs> we got him at two hundred eighty-eight carries, thirteen hundred thirty-nine yards, twelve touchdowns, with uh, forty-nine receptions at three hundred sixty-eight yards and three more touchdowns, and we got him at. Make the 300 club right here with 309 points. We think the big thing is we're going to, he's going to lose some receptions because he's got, he, there's a wide receiver core in Dallas now that uh, is, is pretty good. Now he does have a good line, probably got the second best line in the, in, in offensive line in the game right now. And, um, but reception wise, we, we've got him below 50, but, 
He's going as ADP one one point oh three. It's just like what what we've got him listed now, and uh, it, this is their window and this is their opportunity. So I think they're going to be a little hungry, and I think they're going to go after it. And he he'll stay in the game quite a bit. Yeah, and you know I talked about Aaron Jones going from we brought him down from nineteen touchdowns, and we got Zeke at twelve rushing and three receiving. That's fifteen. I could see Zeke getting nineteen. I could see him getting twenty this year because they. He's getting the ball. Yes. And they should score a ton of points. Uh, you know, Jason Garrett's gone. You got McCarthy in there now. He says he's going to let uh, his name, Kellen Moore, yeah. run, the, run the offense. But, you know, he's going to have some say-so in it. I could easily see if. They come out and Zeke scored twenty touchdowns, ended up number two, and then I, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, too. I could see it. Um, we we got uh, in our number two spot. We we just mentioned him as that's Barkley, and we got him at two hundred sixty seven carries, twelve hundred twenty nine yards, eight touchdowns. Um, possibly could be the best receiver on that team, also at. But we've got him at 64 receptions, 538 yards, four more touchdowns. And uh, with with our projections, he finishes out about 312 points. Yeah, and, and you know, we talked about – we had them backwards. We had Elliott and Barkley backwards, and we had Kamar and Cook before we really crunched projections. But when I say we had it backwards, but it is – uh, 6.2 points between Kamar and Cook, which ain't even a half a point a game. Uh, and then Elliott and Barkley, it is three points difference uh, between their final year points. So, I mean, they're right there. You flip-flop them, whatever. If you get the top five pick in your draft, you better take one of those five. Yes. Um, And then six, I'm probably looking at Michael Thomas because he's about guaranteed too. Um, yes. but we'll get the receivers probably in a week or so. Barkley is he's got Jason Garrett there. Jason Garrett been with Zeke Elliott. He's he's flourished when he was there. I mean, that's just the running backs are going to do what they do. Um, and he's just a PPR guy. He only had fifty-two catches last year. I think that goes up this year. He's going to play a couple more games than what he did. Um, but I mean, he's he's number two. Uh, we probably could end the podcast right now and not never mention number one, and everybody knows exactly who it is. Yeah, he uh, he was on NFL Network. Good morning, NFL. The other morning, and, and they were talking about uh, his main goal. I mean, could you imagine this? But he said he wants to be a three thousand yard back this year, and that that's, that's just crazy. They're just to think. But you know what? If you, you go back and you look, and my gosh, he probably has a shot at it. <laughs> if anybody does, it'd be him. But we got him at 248 carries, uh, almost to 1,200 yards. We got him at, at 1,190 yards, 10 touchdowns. <laughs> we got him at 108 receptions at uh, with another 1,000 yards receiving. With four touchdowns, and uh, we got him at four hundred and eleven points. I mean, he, that's that's the number one pick of the uh, of fantasy football draft. Period, bar none. Yeah, if you're in a league 
and your draft starts and whoever has the first pick don't pick McCaffrey, you should either thank them or kick them out of your league. There's no other way around that. I just don't see it. Uh, 3,000 yards is unbelievable because we've got him uh-huh. at almost 2,200. I mean, it's 800 more yards he's wanting to get. Yeah. I mean, that's just – last year he had 2,392 or 90 – yeah, 2,392. So, And he had an unbelievable year. So, he's wanting to get 600 more yards than what he had last year. It's just crazy. It's just unheard of. Yeah, I just don't see. I mean, that's unbelievable. You just mentioned that somebody, uh, if somebody doesn't take him number one, it, I, I've already mentioned it before, but I was in that best ball draft when, when we started our podcast or our podcast rankings, and the first guy took um, took Elliot. And when he took Elliot, the first words that came out of my mouth was, "Thanks for your donation." Yes, I mean, I just – I'll put this out there. If y'all are in a draft, season-long draft, and your number one does not take McCaffrey, please send me their Twitter handle so I can send them some nice gifts. I want to be in that league. That yeah, I, I would love – send me an invitation. I would love to be in it. Um, whatever. I don't know. what the, Whatever the cost is, I'm in. As long as the guy – at number one stays there, especially if he takes nothing against Mahomes. If he takes Mahomes number one or a quarterback number one, I'm in. Yes. And, and, and you know, we like Elliot, but and he's up there with our but he's not the number one pick of the draft. Of any of a best ball, of a, a startup dynasty, I, I don't care. It doesn't matter. You you're your number one pick of the draft this year is, is McCaffrey. Yeah, so, well, guys, that's our ones. Um, we'll get those posted, and uh, I got a little nervous. I was sitting here, and two cops kind of come around in a circle with me. I'm still sitting in one more parking lot with a laptop and a cell phone, my light on, and a notebook, and a Diet Coke on a dash. They probably think I'm a creeper or something sitting out here. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> but they didn't stop anything, so maybe I'm good. Um, but – I mean, that's where we are, uh, our plan. Um, if you're listening to this one first, go ahead and listen to Tier 2 and Tier 3. Uh, let us know what you think. But our plan is next to probably go ahead and knock out the quarterback projections. Um, you know, that's this depends on our schedule this week of when we get that done. We both got young kids, um, and it's just trying to work around it or get you an hour or two where you can sit down. And I'll be honest, running backs took us – Ooh, probably 20, 25 hours to get projections done. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's just a lot of work and it's happening at this time of night. We're, we're recording these and doing our work after kids go to bed from nine 30 to one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock. It just kind of depends. Yeah. The, the other, the other big exciting news is it's, I mean, it kind of hurts our podcast and our rankings, but uh, starting to open up a little bit and I'm a, I'm a, well, we all know I'm a head baseball coach, and we get to start practice Tuesday. So, I yeah, that's put, what I get to put a little practice in there, and I get to do a little projections, and I get to do a little babysitting. And I... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna start football uh, Tuesday morning. Of course, I, I'm not in football coaching anymore now. That I'm assistant principal, but I used to be offensive coordinator, and I go out there and help them with the, some of the offensive stuff. So it's, it'll be good to get back on the field and get those 
things ironed out and see the kids again. And Absolutely. But I, prom- I promise you we're going to put a bunch of time into this. We're not going away yeah. from this. We love no. doing it. It's free. I mean, we just like helping people out. Um, so follow us on Twitter. Go follow us at, at Common Man DFS and check out the jersey giveaway. Share that. And let's give that thing away. And uh, until next time, guys, I'll holler at y'all later. All right. Thanks for listening. Be sure and follow us on Twitter at Common Man DFS. Until next time.